Hey, I'm Alliston. And I'm Jerry. And this is our podcast. Where we dive into the shows that we're watching with episode breakdown spoilers. And useless bits of information for you to chew on. This is We Have Spoken. Welcome back to We Have Spoken. It's our 11th episode. I remembered this time. <laughs> Last episode, <laughs> we talked about WandaVision episode one. And as you know, if you've watched the show, which I'm assuming you have, if you listen to our podcast, they dropped two episodes in one day. So we're recording two episodes for our first Monday back in 2021. Yes, so I'm excited. And we get to jump right into WandaVision episode two. Right. I think it gives us a lot more information and sets us up for, I think, the rest of the season. Yeah. I think, you know, we, we sort of alluded to a lot of things in the last episode, and we did it intentionally because we had the opportunity to actually sit down and plan out, you know, both episodes. Um, some of the things that we talked about last episode, we're going to talk a little bit more in detail because we have, like, you know, actual visual, like, references and cues and things like that. I'm going to start putting some more, uh, I wanted to tweet something out uh, on Friday, but I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, Pictures of the episodes and and things I think are alluding to the rest of the season. Right. So let's jump into it. Let's jump into the uh, opening scene of WandaVision episode two. Um, Wanda and Vision are in bed. Two separate beds. Two separate beds, which is very reminiscent of, you know, uh, 60s, 70s. Um, yeah, because believe it or not, back in the day, actors and actresses that were in TV shows together, even if they were playing a married couple on TV, if they weren't actually married in real life, they would not be in the same bed together. Correct. And it's called the uh, Hayes Code. Non-married couples can ne- never share the same bed on television. Until Darren and Samantha on Bewitched. So what what is the opening scene? Oh, you actually like? looked that up? Or you knew that? <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. You just blew me away, okay? I'm, like, it, I'm, in, I'm impressed by you right now. I picked... We're... It's, it's pretty amazing, right? So, 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 yes. So, this alludes to, right? So, the opening scene is they're in set two separate beds. Yes. And <laughs> I love your, your expression right there. So, they're in two separate beds, and something scares them. And Vision is being... Uh, he's being the scaredy husband, not really doing anything about yeah. it. He's hiding in his bed, which is, to me, alludes to who's still in control, right? right. Kind of like we talked about in the mm-hmm. first episode, that this is Wanda's... Yeah, they, they're hearing like <laughs> this bump, and then they have this this conversation about, you know, the people the people around town have had this, you know, these unsavory people are moving into into town, which sort of, like, I had this moment when I heard that, it's like, are the townspeople talking about them or is it <laughs> that's what i think different people yeah but i think the townspeople i think it's like a paranoia thing that they have going on yeah no i agree and and i think it's all in her head right she's just playing off of things um that she's not able to control so she's calling it that right and, and we're gonna find out like a little bit later on in this episode what those sort of bumps in the night were correct so so here it is the 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 
uh, sitcom comedy continues. They're laughing, joking at the husband who's being a big scaredy cat. It's a, it's the tree bumping against the window. Mm-hmm. Um, ha ha ha! He's hiding in bed. Wanda then pulls him over his bed. Yes, and makes it one bed. Mm-hmm. So that kind of ties into what happens next, right? The intro to the episode, yes, which is, is like a, a bewitched, and it's like sort of the same. Um, like the the music is the same. Everything the way they fly in the right. way, or well, the husband wasn't flying in, but mm-hmm. Vision and Wanda fly in. But in Bewitched, she flies in, and it's all it's it's identical. It's it's amazing. But let, that ties into what I had let, said earlier, me, right? The, ha- the I, I, there's code. there's two or a few things in the in the titles that I want to talk about really fast. But did you notice Dottie's character's shirt? Uh, no. Okay, so I want to point it out because later on. Um, we're going to talk about something that happens to her, but she has a dark stain on her shirt. And You're talking about when uh, they are no, no, having the girls. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking yeah. about in the intro, in the in the bewitched little sequence, like the animation. Dottie's okay. character has a very dark stain. It's it's small, but it's not part of the oh. pattern. I didn't even notice Dottie in there. Yeah. So she's got a stain. Also. There's a thing where um, in the intro credit, it says it has like a a billboard for Westview and it says, um, uh, let's see, I wrote it down. Let me see. Uh, Oh, it says, okay, so it says, welcome to Westview. Home is where you make it. So uh, again, we know that Wanda's creating all this, but I do want to say that she has a dark spot. It's really small. It's kind of up by her collarbone. And okay. it does not match the rest of the pattern of her shirt because it is black and white. But you know, you still get the idea of like color tone and things like that. So yeah, you can kind of see it, right? Oh, you did. You're looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. Yes. So remember that, and we'll get back to it at the dinner club, like you were saying. Okay. So so that the opening scenes like Bewitched, we uh, she pulls the bed over in the opening scene, and this is. The intro to it's just a to me it's a nod to Bewitched and right. the seventies era. That's right. all that was, and we're um, sort of progressing towards like a more modern television. Correct. Yes. So the first episode was like fifties, forties, fifties. Like yeah, this Dick Van Dyke. More, yes, this is more sixties and seventies Bewitched style. Um, so yeah, so we jump in, um, and they are practicing. Or their uh, a magic uh, show. talent show. Yeah, the talent yeah. show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're they're practicing the magic act, which their names are illusion and uh, uh, glamour. Glamour. Okay, yes. which which is a reference to two characters from the comics who sort of had it out for Wanda and Vision, but then ended up sort of helping them. Yes. Yeah. 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 So absolutely. So and they, they were they're... from New Jersey, I think, which is. Yes, that, that has a tie as well. New Jersey has a tie as well. I, I think I had to get to that. Nantucket, yeah, the trophies. Correct. So that, so here they are. They're practicing. It's kind of cute. They're laughing. Uh, Vision is going through his practice, and Wanda's uh, helping him. Right. They're She'll doing be his assistant. They're, they're going to make Wanda vi- di- disappear, and Vision's going to bring her back. And he's like, this is really corny. People are going to you know, know something's up. Yeah. Well, you also get to see like her outfit, but um, it's just a setup, right? So they're talking about their um, upcoming talent show and how big of a deal it is for the city or the town. 
Yeah, and one thing that I noticed that I thought right away is what Wanda is wearing is not necessarily from that time era. Like it seems, uh, yeah. it seems more modern compared to everyone else. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I caught on to that. Well, she's wearing she's wearing pants, and like everybody else that you've seen so far is like oh. wearing a skirt or a dress or. She even mentions that when they go to the uh, with Dottie, right? Uh, what is that called? That all those women are there. They're they're doing something. I don't know. Yeah, it's some kind of tea. like a committee. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's go on. So <clears throat> we'll get there. Wanda and Vision finish uh, practicing for the talent show, and uh, Wanda says uh, that she has to get ready to get to the planning committing committee meeting. Man, that's hard to say. <laughs> and Vision said that's fine because he has to get ready to go to the neighborhood watch, and they're. Look at us, we're being uh, too normal. Uh, what 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 city do they live in? Uh, Westview. Westview uh, residents. Yeah, right? they're just like blending in. They're being they're like yeah. model citizens. Correct. So so it cuts. You know, Vision takes off and he puts on his coat and leaves. And Wanda is in the house by herself. And then all of a sudden she hears a crash, not a loud crash, but a crash. So she goes out the front door, and she sees. And her rose bushes color. Yes. And it's a mini little tiny helicopter. Yes. And the colors it's it's a resemblance of uh Tony Stark or not yeah, Tony Stark Iron yeah, Man. The Iron Man, yeah, it's golden and red. Yes. And it but on it, when she looks at it up close, she's holding it in her hand, she picks it up. Um and it on the helicopter is the sword emblem. Right. And, and between filming or filming, we weren't filming, were we? I hope not. Maybe. Oh Lord. <laughs> Now, between recording episode one and episode two, we were sort of gathering our notes, and Jerry found... Uh, so last episode, we said that SWORD stood for uh, Sentient World Observation and Response Department, and that's what it is according to the comics. But according to the right. MCU, what is it? Yeah, so according to MCU Universe, the acronym stands for Sentient Weapon Observation Response Division. Which completely um, so changes the tone of what that department is, depending on what they're using for the show, because we really don't know. Correct. Well, and the big the big change there, right, is world and weapon. So instead of watching out for the world, now in the you, yeah, they're watching over a weapon. Now we're just watching Wanda. <laughs> Correct. We all know that Wanda is a weapon, and uh, she's always been uh, referred to and uh, watched as a weapon. Right. And experimented on, and, and <laughs> correct. And so, but while she's looking at this helicopter, she's lost in thought again, sort of like the boss uh, when the boss is choking in episode one. She's lost in thought, and you can tell she's like puzzling it together, right? Because now there's color, there's something new, and she's trying to figure out what is going on and who shows up. Agnes, our nosy neighbor, Agnes, which. You know, we talked about it. Agnes is 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 looking more and more like Agatha from from the comics, and and that's it's interesting because there's a lot of things this episode that sort of tie with last episode. And if you go back and you watch Agnes's character and how she reacts, there are very very subtle things that, like, just when like for example, in the conversation when Wanda's like well, what if I just am myself? And she sort of like looks sideways and then she makes a joke. But you don't catch oh. that 
unless you think yeah. that she's Agnes, right? Or you don't think they... To me, Agnes is the only person that actually understands what's going on. Almost like she's trying to keep Wanda at bay. And distracted. I think keeping her distracted, right? You like As you said, she's holding the helicopter and she's starting to question herself, right? Or think about it. And sh- here comes Agnes with the cat for the talent show. Hey, distraction. Rabbit. I'm back. Rabbit. Or rabbit. Yeah, what did I say? A cat. <laughs> yes, you're right. The rabbit for the It's basically the, the same, but a little different. <laughs> um, but yes, I think that, that ties together and that makes a lot of sense, right? She's going to distract you from figuring things out. Yes. Um, so now cuts the scene. Uh, she takes the rabbit inside and um, Agnes and Wanda now go to the planning committee meeting. Yes. And, and it's sort of like it, it, Agnes is kind of telling Wanda, look, Dottie is the person that runs everything. And this is the person that you have to impress sort of. Correct. So Warning it's, her. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, Wanda is in the same position that Vision was in last episode with the boss. Yeah, excuse me. Yes, <clears throat> makes sense, right? Now she's being warned about how to please the town leader. I guess I don't know what to put her on um, for the women. Yeah, well, she's just like a like a I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know how I, to put it. She's she's like the <laughs> alpha. She's like the alpha dog of the ladies in town. Correct. And you, you tied, touched on something, right? So they go to the planning committee, committee meeting, and all the women are there talking about the, the talent show, I have right. apologize, and that it's for the children. For right? the it children. Weird cult-like sounding. Yes. But, but here's Wanda. She's sitting down, and she's the only one wearing pants. Exactly. Everybody else is wearing skirts in that era, right? Mm-hmm. Which, um, which is sort of like we talked about it earlier. She just looks out of place. Yeah. A little, a little bit. bit. Not, not too bad. But here she is. She's, uh, you know, she's sitting at this meeting and she's trying to do everything Dottie is doing, right? Oh, she's mixing her water. She just wants to please her. And Dottie is getting very annoyed by her. As they talk about, you know, what they're going to do for the the, uh, the talent show and how important it is. And um, Wanda meets another woman who has no idea what she's doing there. And she's just there. Right. And they meet and... And that annoys Dottie even more. Yeah, because um, they're talking like right in the middle. Right. To each other. And it's seemingly the first like regular person that Wanda has met. Like yeah, now it, it seems like part of the, part an- of the- another person that knows what's going on. You think knows what's going on or doesn't know what's going on? I think I think knows what's going on. I don't think she does. I I mean like Agnes this is me. I I'm just like I, I don't want to say like I'm a conspiracy theorist with the show, but like there are certain characters that just act differently than other characters so far. So like the boss and his Dottie wife and seems like they're different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it seems like they have foresight as to what's going on in town, and everybody else yeah. is sort of like. Just going through the motions, and even Dottie in in a scene coming up doesn't really seem like she knows what's going on. Well, yeah, I can see that. I, I can see the woman she met, and I didn't catch her name, but she didn't seem I like think, she, she well, had she, no idea why I she was at the meeting. She tells her name that she's she, she's Deborah, right? Uh, very well, could be. <laughs> Hi, Deborah. 
I don't know. I, I might have made that up. I might. I, I don't know. I sounds right, but it could be completely wrong. <laughs> it's all good. So they go through the meeting. Uh, Wanda gets to talk to Dottie a little bit uh, afterwards. Like, hey, I one, think we've started. One thing about the meeting, though. Hmm. Dottie says the devil is in the details. Oh, yes. And Agnes leans in, and he... Uh, let me get the exact quote. That's right. She said something that was weird. Um, He's in more of the details, I think. He's in more than the details? Yeah, he's in more than the details. Okay, so if Agnes is Agatha, the thing that you have to know about Agatha is... And she's not like a mainstream character enough to even show up in the Marvel Encyclopedia. Okay, I looked her up. She's like very specific to Wanda in the comics, I think. But she serves um, sort of Marvel's idea of who the devil is. And his name is Mephisto. And he would be the devil, right? He would be the guy that she's behind, which sort of makes you wonder who is Ralph. You don't know him. You haven't seen him, but you've heard about him. So I think Ralph is going to like later on who is Agnes's husband, going to sort of be a bigger character. It also sort of one of the things that did come up when I researched uh, Agatha or or Agnes's character is um it one of the specific things that it said about Agnes is that she had been dated back to the Salem witch trials as far oh. as the comics were concerned. Her anniversary with Ralph is June 2nd, which is when the Salem Witch Trials started. Interesting. Very so, interesting. I mean, like, and I'm just, I'm just saying, like, Marvel does do this a lot. But as far as the comics, and the, this show so far has been more based on the comics, I think, than it has any other, like, you know, anything else. They're, they're getting the whole idea from a comic. Um, Agatha and Mephisto actually made uh can like sort of fooled wanda into creating an entire world in the comics so that they could use up her chaos power because basically the idea was if she didn't have it who could stop them <laughs> yeah no, because makes sense. she's she's very powerful <clears throat> like way more powerful very. than people think absolutely <clears throat> okay uh so great points i Lot to go on there with the with Dottie and and Wanda and Agnes. Um, we'll find out more with Agnes. Uh, we'll find out if she right. I'm just throwing theories the out there, and I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling very confident because I did talk about Luke showing up the entire season last. Year. <laughs> I'm still riding well, on that. So so here's something that's kind of cool that I keyed into. So did you see the brooch that was on? Yes, um, it's the same. The same as? I don't know what it's the same as, but I noticed that she had one. And, like, the, everything, the era changes, right? Like, we go from the 50s and 60s to, like, the 60s and the 70s. And she's got that same thing. So it's, like, a constant thing tied to her character. But I don't know what the... Captain Marvel's logo, right? So it's the logo from Captain Captain Marvel. Oh, Okay. <laughs> um so so that was something I, I don't know how she ties into it. is that the uh so rumor maybe is maybe she's the grown-up of uh, the grown-up from captain marvel remember so captain marvel takes place in what was it the the, the 90s 
and when Captain Marvel herself, I want to say it's before um, Captain America. Yeah, but wasn't it? No, Captain Marvel. I haven't seen the movie, but I thought the whole movie took place in the 90s. I'm not positive, but I do know that she went. She, oh, she, she go back in time. Yes, she's oh. she's far further than than most characters, and, and further back. Um, I guess what they're saying is, <clears throat> what I'm alluding to is the girl that she met, one of her fr- her her best friend's daughter. Mm-hmm. This could be her grown up. Okay, WandaVision. Uh, Geraldine. Uh, is that her name? Well, that's who, that's who the girl that she met at the party, that's what she says her name is. Correct. So could she be the grown-up version of Monica Rambeau, the young girl we meet in Captain Marvel? The, so, gr- the girl she meets at the party? In Captain Marvel? No, it's, uh, it's her best friend's daughter. Okay. Remember her best friend back then? The, I, I haven't uh, seen Captain Marvel. I've not seen Captain Marvel. I haven't. I haven't seen the second Ant Man movie. Wow. Yeah, there was. A, I've seen them all. There was a a period of time where I had very small children and no time to go to the movies, and all those movies came out at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I'm just messing with you. So okay, so we move on. Um, it cuts now to uh, Vision is now at the neighborhood watch. Yes, this was a. And I love this was that hilarious. scene. I laughed out loud at almost all of it. It was pretty funny. Is typical um, uh, sitcom humor. Yes, man, were those guys funny? They're they're and, and then we also get another uh, Nazi or, communist. Uh, communist. Another joke. communist yes. joke. <laughs> so. Uh, excuse me uh, which sort of up- it, it like sets up this motif we were talking about it really quickly like red is bad right and we know um there was sayings you know back in back during the cold war that you know better dead than red and like you know it was huh. you know it was the u.s versus communism and there's a lot of that that's talked about. That's why he said we don't break bread with Bolsheviks in episode one. So they're talking about, um, you know, they're just sort of like setting the historical time period, I guess. But mm. at the same time, the guy's reaction when he says, oh, he's a communist, it was like, oh, crap, I've been found out. And then everybody laughs. So yeah, everybody laughs like it, like it was just a funny joke. It makes me wonder if Vision actually knew that he was you know what i mean yeah no that's a good point because <laughs> he just threw it out there and that came out of nowhere like there was no yeah. talk about it beforehand or nothing he just says it and you're like what the right it's sort of like looks around it's sort of like an abrupt joke but it yeah. like i don't know that he was a joke it was like they were talking about juicy gossip like oh you know his trophies are blah 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 uh they're from nantucket and they're fake and then he's like oh yeah well this dude's a communist well, I think he was just trying. Yeah, he's just trying to jump into the, the uh, neighborhood watch by having some gossip. I think right. he's just trying. To, so his gossip was probably true, and that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I thought he was just saying it, but Vision, Vision knows. Like, I, I right? Mean, he's there's, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, anyway, and before we move on too far, so the helicopter. Something, some tidbit I had written down here. I didn't get to talk about real quick. Not only was there a, a sword emblem on it, but there was also a number fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Doing some research, the number fifty-seven is the actual first uh, first 
comic, Avengers 57 is the first time Vision makes his appearance. Okay. So it's just a little tidbit. It's pretty cool, something I found out. There's there's a license plate that references something from a comic, too, and I can't remember what it was, but it's an Avengers comic. It's like... Oh, yes. Uh, It was like 00102 or something like that, or 0102. Uh, I think I wrote that down somewhere, too. I got to find it. I have so many notes on this. Uh, anyway. And they're, they're all over the place, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably stuff that we didn't catch at all. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yes, that's he, he meets, he's trying to give, he's actually bringing to the table for this. Here's what's the funny part, right? He's come to the table with food neighborhood watch information. Yes. And these guys are sitting here talking about donuts and man gossip. Yes. And he's like, <laughs> yes. he's a communist and everyone laughs. Yes. <laughs> so that's how he gets in, I think, right? Is he, he, he throws out his, uh, his gossip and then everybody kind of ignores it. And then they all start laughing. They're just like, oh, yeah, you um, all right. <laughs> yeah, you coming over here with your real, real, uh, real information, wanting to talk some serious stuff. They're kind of laughing and joking. But they, here's the other funny part out of that was um, they give him a piece of gum. Yes. And he joked about not eating the donuts because he doesn't eat. And he's like, oh, I mean, I don't eat in between meals. Right. <laughs> he had to cover up. He had to cover, um, yeah. Because he's like, I don't yeah. eat. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Um, <clears throat> but they give him a piece of gum. So he, he tries to be part of the crew and he starts chewing on it. Well, one of the guys slaps him on the back saying he's funny. And he chokes on it. It goes down, and you get to see this uh, black and white cartoonish of a robot. And the bubble gum goes down into his gears and kind of starts sticking the gears together. Yes. Remember this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's one of those things. It's like it's like a Charlie Chaplin bit. Everything that happens happens for a reason, and it's coming back. <laughs> it's hilarious, actually. This is this this episode. I was laughing. So it cuts back. To the uh, com- planning committee meeting with uh, Dottie and Wanda, and Wanda's trying to clear up some stuff, trying to get on the good side of Dottie. Um, it doesn't go so well, right? She's she's like, "Hey, we started off on the wrong foot." Dottie doesn't really care. Um, Wanda's trying to talk to her, and something starts happening over the radio. Yes, and it's Wanda. Wanda, it's... doing this to you. <laughs> yeah, but they're playing the Beach Boys. Yeah, on the radio in the background. It's, yes, it's the Beach Boys. It's gotta help me. Uh, was it gotta help me, Rhonda? Let me make sure I got the title right. Help me, Wanda. Help, help me, Wanda. Yes, but so what they did was they used static to make Rhonda sound like Wanda, but it's the Beach Boys. And I didn't get to that. And Dottie, in the moment, is like, "What is going on?" Yeah, to your point earlier, things kind of freeze up. Right. Yes. Uh, the system breaks down, as you can see, like Dottie freezes and the only it, it breaks once because in her hand, she's holding a, a glass cup and they're just staring at each other. And and Dottie's trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Um, it confuses them until Dottie squeezes and breaks the glass in her hand. And uh, guess see, what? There's blood. But did she did she squeeze and break it or did Wanda break it? Because the the reason hey. I thought maybe Wanda did it is because the radio explodes too. Me, um, you just see it explode. How would I say it like that? You just see it explode or break in her hand, but it right. cuts her. It That's the only reason I think she broke it was like she was kind of gripping it too tight. Because you put a glass in my hand, and if you break it, it's not going to hurt me. But if I break it and I put that pressure, it's going to cut me. Right. Never. So it cuts her. Wanda gets a, a rag and 
the blood is actually red versus everything else that's black and white. Right. Her hand is covered in blood. And then uh, Dottie says something to her. Yeah, she says, um, do you know how a housewife gets a blood stain out of clothes? Doing it herself. Doing it herself, <laughs> which brings me back to the animation where she's got that red spot on her shirt or, or the dark spot on her shirt that's out mm-hmm. of place with the rest of the pattern. So I wonder if going forward, we're going to maybe find out what happened. But maybe, maybe she didn't get it out good enough. <laughs> Is that what you're alluding to? No, but I mean, like, what if there's something else, right, that we haven't seen yet? Maybe what if that's like foreshadowing, or are we gonna have like a flashback sequence that's in color, or you know, I'm just saying. I thought it was interesting that yeah. she's the character that said that, and then they put that in their opening credit. Understood. Oh. Hmm. So that happens, and then we get another random commercial seemingly random yeah well correct well what i'm saying is it's like we're watching a show and then there's a commercial all of a sudden in our show right it's not anybody's watching it nobody was watching tv so this commercial is about a man and he's got a fancy watch on the watch is called a a strucker yes um who he's but so strucker is the doctor from asia ultron that was basically experimenting on wanda and her brother um, Quicksilver? Yes, Quicksilver is her brother. Yes. I couldn't remember his name. I knew it wasn't Silver Surfer because that was a whole other Marvel dude altogether. Yeah. Um, but so he was the doctor, and it says right on the watch, it says that it's made by Hydra. It's got the Hydra logo. That guy was from Hydra. In fact, yep. in one of the scenes early on, you can actually see a picture on the wall, which is a picture of the place that her... That, that Wanda and her brother were held at and experimented on in Age of Ultron. Um, it's sort of in the beginning. It's just like a passing picture. But if you zoom in on the picture and you look at the picture of the facility they were at, it's the same place. So Yeah. Yeah, so his name is Baron Wolfgang von Strucker. <laughs> he was a comic book foe, uh, Captain America, a Nazi who had a mystical artifact that gave him powers. Right. Yes. And you see that in Age of Ultron. So the, the the slogan is "He'll make time for you" in the commercial. Yes. Uh, so maybe hints at another aspect uh, of Wanda's story here, like you were alluding to, where she, he was the one that was putting uh, experiments on uh, Wanda and her sister, his, her brother. Right. Um. <clears throat> so let's see. Move cuts back. Now they're at the talent show and. Wanda is waiting for Vision, right? She's yes. she's there, she's in her outfit, and she's up next, right? Um, Geraldine, I think is her name. She's, I guess, running the show? That's what she said her name was, just to point out. <laughs> it seems like she didn't know what her name was when she said it, like she made that up on the spot. Hmm. So, um, another, another, uh, to go back real quick on the commercial, the two actors that were in the Strucker commercial are the same two who were in the Toastmaster 2000 commercial. Yeah. I don't know if you got that. I noticed it, but I didn't know if it had anything to do with anything. They're the only ones doing commercials, so maybe that, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I'm just throwing it out there. If you know I, anything, give us, a, give us some hints. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so we move into the talent show. This is where the hilarity ensues even more. And I think this was really good. This was what, what written uh, and and acted very well, in my opinion. This was this was just yes. fun to watch, in my opinion. And um, there's some low key things that, as we go through the scene, I want to talk about too. So I might cut you off. Absolutely, I'm used to it. Um, <laughs> so vision vision. Stumbles onto the. Uh, he's he's drunk. He's he's drunk from the gum. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. So he looks drunk. He's acting drunk, but it's just bubble gum. So it's uh, it's just like messing his computer gunk. up. Yeah, it's gunking up his gears as they make it show. It's kind of funny. So yeah, he stumbles in. He's kind of drunk. He, he's acting drunk, which is really funny. Um, <clears throat> he's kind of all messed up. The, like his hair's messed up. His yeah, hat's on and he literally is like, "We're gonna do magic for you because you people are stupid and <laughs> <laughs> easily amused." Yeah. <clears throat> so they go out on the stage. That's what he's. You know, he, we're gonna do music. Oh, f- well, first glamour shows up, and she's like, "Ta-da!" The, you know, uh, illusion, yes. and he doesn't show up. Yeah, he's he still and right. he's like, he introduces himself as glamour and her as illusion, and then she corrects him. <laughs> So remember that. So he's drunk. What would you do with a drunk husband? The 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 uh, assistant is fixing everything, and, and that's exactly what happens, right? Right. And what Vision is doing is not magic. He's using his powers, and she's making it look like like stage tricks. Yeah. So the first trick is he he's like, screw it, I'm gonna do it, and he flies. He starts to fly, and then she does her um, bewitched right with her hand. The sound. Yes. It's like bewitched. And she makes it look like there's a rope attached to him, and it's holding him up. Right. Well, she and she makes it attached to him. Right. And so, so then she lowers him down. The camera pans to the audience, right? And you see Agnes. And what's interesting is when Vision starts to fly, she reaches for her purse very apprehensively. And then when the rope appears, she leans back and she smiles. Mm, uh, I, I don't think I paid attention to Agnes. Also, who is Agnes sitting by? Uh, wasn't she sitting alone? No. There's somebody, not not necessarily right by her, but you can see him in the same shot. It's your favorite person from last episode. Yeah, it's the lady from that 70s show. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, but, uh, Miss Hart. Let's call her Miss Hart. Right. But guess who's not there? Mr. Hart. You know why? No. I think that Wanda made him disappear. because he questioned her she didn't have the answers and she didn't want to deal with that reality so she got rid of it you're saying she just got rid of him in the in her mind right gotcha because she's creating everything yeah you're correct wanda or they're they're at the same table and there is a chair in between them and why and why wouldn't he be there when everyone else is you know what i mean good question if anybody else has any thoughts or ideas, hit us up. That's a good uh, good thought point. I didn't put two and two together. I just thought, you know, people, I don't go to some things my wife goes to, so I don't know. <laughs> but but nonetheless, he goes through his powers, and it's kind of funny because he's like, Yeah, he like, he like picks up the piano one-handed. Yeah, picks up the piano. And, and she Wanda turns it into a cardboard, like cut yes. out. And the guy's like, that was my mom's piano. <laughs> My grandmother's piano. My grandmother's yes. piano. Yeah, he's all disappointed. He's like, "Wait, what?" 
but it was it was hilarious how she made everything look fake mm-hmm. he was doing everything real um even at the end right so the the final the finale was make somebody magically appear in the box he made geraldine appear in the box and she was confused <laughs> and she was confused and agnes was like it, it literally pans to her right and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, go back and watch her reaction, and you'll have a completely different perception of what you just watched uh, after listening. Because hers was like, kind of, I don't want to say like, she wasn't like, she was clapping, but she knew what was going on. I'm going to have to see. I'm going to have to see. But, but you know, he puts his hat through him, and Wanda yeah. makes it like it's mirrors. Right, and all that. So the Geraldine one, she she appears. Um, again, <laughs> hilarious how he's drunk. Uh, they finish the show and they go in the back, and Wanda's like, "What is going on with you?" Right. right. She then looks inside and sees the gum. She then uses her magic or uh, her her power, and she pulls all the gum out and fixes him right there on the spot. Right. Um, anything else with the other than that, other than and then, winning, and, the and then she, yeah, she they try to sneak away. Dottie calls him up to the stage, gives him an award, and Vision is like, you know, she's like, How did you do that? and he's like, Uh, only my assistants know because I'm a good magician, and she's like, I'm the assistant, I'll never tell. Yeah, how, that was good how it happened, and then they go back home, right? Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> so they're back home. Think this is the end of the episode. I'm not sure what all happens here except for they are on the couch and they stand up and <laughs> yeah, there's nothing huge going on here except for the ending, right? Mm-hmm. So they're on the couch, they're back home resting, and hear a noise outside. Uh, well, so before that, before that, Wanda is pregnant. Oh yes, that is um, which is you know, it's kind of sudden. Um, also, I wanted to say this. They keep saying for the children throughout this episode, and there is not a single child in any shot, not any background shot, not at the talent show, nowhere. There's no children anywhere in this episode. The only child that you do see is Wanda being pregnant. That is true. But they hear the same, like, kind of bump sound. They go outside and vision is full vision by the way he oh no 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 he was vision and then he walked outside and he's uh paul bettany right i was doing the thing i was like oh no he walked oh he walked outside as uh yeah vision and then he changed instantly and then excuse me the manhole in the street is sort of like bouncing up and down and then someone comes out of it um surrounded by bees in a beekeeper suit Yes, and on the beekeeper suit is logo. Right. And I think it's less important, like, the character, who is the beekeeper. But, like, it's real fast. The reason I wanted to point out, like, the end of it, it always, like, the most episodes that we've seen, it goes into, like, that hexagon shape, you know? Um, and he's dressed as a beekeeper, kind of as if maybe Wanda is the queen bee, <laughs> you know, making all this up. And he's, he's, I think 
that he's there to help. That's my my theory, right? I think he's trying to help Wanda because we do hear, you know, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Who's doing this to yeah. you, Wanda? We hear it multiple times throughout the episode. I think that Sword is trying to help her. I think that the writers are trying to trick you into thinking that Sword are the bad guys, but I think they're trying to help her. I think there's something else going on. But Wanda, with all the power and authority of the person creating a world, looks at the beekeeper and says no, and they go into full rewind mode up to just a few moments before they hear them, you know, before her and her envision kiss, right? Right. She she basically makes the beekeeper disappear. Right. So that's why I think that she made the boss disappear. Because he disappeared. <clears throat> Could be. But so they they actually do kiss this time. They're not interrupted and we go full technicolor. Yeah. Yeah. So she rewinds it all, takes it all back. They're back inside. And before they kiss, that's where the noise came. So now this time they kiss. And yes, they go full Technicolor. Uh, Vision gets his color, his you know maroon and red uh, face. Yeah. And and she sees that. And then everything else starts to come into color. Um, and now, you know, we're going to we're expecting this maybe scene maybe now nine, 80s and 90s. Sitcom yeah. in the next one, <laughs> and I, I really think that it's going to be full throttle from here on out. Like, there's not enough time to do a whole lot of. I think there's only eight episodes. Yeah, um, they, and it's I, going. from what I understand, this is a limited run thing. So this is this is the season. This is it. Um, it's going to be all downhill from here. I mean, and I don't mean downhill as it's going to be bad. I mean, like we're going to be full throttle. I mean, I think the last three episodes are going to be huge. I mean, there's going to be so much going on. This episode was almost 10 minutes longer than the first one. Correct. It it, it was longer. Um, there was more information. Um, but I agree. I think we don't have a whole lot of time left with eight episodes. So it's it, they're going to kick it into high gear. I don't know if the I don't know if they get longer because what, what were we looking at? What is this? Thirty minutes long, including thirty thirty six, I think. Yeah, but the ending is like six minutes long. I don't know if you've noticed that. The the credits are like six minutes long on both episodes. So truly, yeah. the episode's only like 30, 30 maybe 28, even less than that because you have the intro and, and all that. So right. hopefully they pick up, so we get back up into the 40, 45-minute episodes um, like uh, Mandalorian and all that was that. But we'll we'll see. Um, I, think I, the, I still think it was great. I, I, I think that... You know, like we said last week about, or last week, last episode about the the sort of criticism about the show. I really yeah. don't think people knew what they were seeing, and I, I feel like a lot of people that watch Marvel are not necessarily the people that are going to be into nineteen fifties television. It's like sort of <laughs> sort of a different crowd. I'm not saying that people that watch Marvel are not like. Mm. I think it just threw everybody off, right? They weren't expecting, right? Even though I, we were told, even though I, we were told gonna be a sitcom style right i think that that marvel sort of threw him a curveball and mm -hmm. i like I it i think that the acting is great i think the writing is really good um but like i'm telling you like as far as like going out there and doing something brave and brand new this is it i mean this is besides the mandalorian i mean the mandalorian is incredible uh, i love it but like 
WandaVision different... is completely unique. Like there's I've never heard of a show like this. You know, where you already know all the characters. They're setting up to be part of like a bigger world, but they're telling you the story in such a different way. And I I, I appreciate it. If yeah, anything. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the story. That's uh, you know, the sitcom style uh, is different. Right. But I like it. I like it a lot. It was funny. It was entertaining. Um, it gives us a lot to talk about with Easter eggs and trying to figure everything out. There was a lot in there. You know, there was another Easter egg I missed with the uh, the mystery box that they made Geraldine appear in. Um, yes. There's thoughts that that's a, that's a nod to uh, Doctor Strange. And right. That was his logo on the front. So there's there's right. a lot of things that we're going to, I think, there's... like you said, rolling down, going downhill with this, there's going to be a lot unveiled, unru- unra- uh, unwrapped in this. Yeah, there's there's another theory that I was reading about where they think that Ralph is Doctor Strange and he's married to Agatha in like an alternate universe where and that's why she hates him because she's a bad guy and he's a good guy. Correct. Correct. Interesting. Lot to find out here. I'm I'm enjoying the the uh, the two episodes so far. Make sure you let us know. We want to hear if you're listening to that podcast just to hear what WandaVision is about or if you're actually watching WandaVision. Let us know. We want to. We hope that's what you're listening for. But we want some inter- interaction. Send us some tweets. Send us some messages on Discord. Um, let us know your thoughts. Yes, and uh, seriously, you have no idea how much it means to us that people are are listening. You know what I mean? Like there are people that listen to our podcast, and it means the world to us. It does. It means the world, and we appreciate you guys. That being said, till next week, we have spoken. <laughs>